um, I think what I'm trying to do is I am attempting to fully feel my tiredness without analyzing it or categorizing it. Um, this is based on this book that I'm reading. Uh, what is she called? Uh, her name is Safi Nidiai. Ah, the heart lady? Yes, the heart lady. And so one of our books, the process that she proposes is reconnecting to your emotions by using your body. And the simple idea is if there is a physical sensation in your body, yeah. then it usually is tied to an emotional sensation. And through fully feeling your body and that sensation without resisting it, without explaining it, without finding solutions to it, just by, not just by, but by being present to it and allowing it fully, um, you can make the first step towards transforming these things, right? So basically the idea is if you have an emotion that you're not accepting and you're suppressing, eventually that emotion, if you thought about it as a being that has needs, the, 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 need of your, the needs of your emotions are to be felt fully. And if you are running away from it, what the emotion will do, it will try to get to your attention, yeah. if you like it or not. So it will start growing or manifesting eventually in some physical, bodily discomfort or sickness. Yeah. Right? It'll force your hand. If you don't want to feel me, I'm going to make this a stronger and stronger struggle until you cannot but face me. That sort yeah. of a thing. And so this morning, or this morning I started, I've been feeling this for a couple of days now, more fully and more, with more presence is that I have this like super tense, tenseness in my jaw. Mm. And in German, you would describe this as Verbissensein, yeah, to be like, think this is like, Verbissen means to be a word for word translation in English would be like to be overbiting, but overbiting the real meaning of the word in English in German or in English would be to be, I don't know, overly determined, stubborn, maybe stubborn. Yeah, I Googled it. Oh, what did I he like say? Docked, docked, grim, obstinate, but it's not. There's not really a, a one-for-one -one translation for it, it seems. At least I don't see any. Yeah, my description for forbidden would be to be stubborn, overly determined, 
unreasonably pushing for something. I don't know. Something along those lines. Yeah, you lock into something and don't let go. On something going a certain way, exactly the way you want it and not letting go of that insistence. Yeah. yeah. And you're overdoing despite it. That, yeah. Despite the fact that it's obviously not, not going. Right? Yeah. That way. Yeah. So to me, that sensation of this, like my, I've had this now for a couple of months, but it, it, I felt it more consciously over the last, last couple of weeks, this overly tenseness in my jaw. And it's been noticeable how now that I pay attention to it, how it happens quite a lot throughout the entire day. Even in situations where I'm kind of surprised by it myself. I'm like, why do I have this much tension in my jaw right now? I'm just sitting here, <laughs> just sitting in a coffee shop, looking at the ocean, like what is going on with me? Um, and, and the same thing happened this morning and I tried to just like be present for it. But then I kept on reading a little bit further in the book from uh, Safi Nidiai and she describes how seems like kind of doubling down on the same idea, but there's two different ideas of like, first recognizing the emotion, then being present for it, to fully feel it, and then being fully surrendering and accepting to it. She's like, it sounds like doing the same thing twice. Like if you fully feel it, why do you also have to accept it and fully surrender to it? But the idea, the thought, the word of fully accepting and surrendering helps a lot of people to let go of the last little bit of resistance to it. You might be feeling it, but still resisting in that feeling, having resistance to it or judgment, mm -hmm. right? And I definitely had this, I had this feeling it, noticing it, and then not being able to help myself, but thinking about how, will, how, how I will surpass this or let this go, right? Mm -hmm. Or connecting it to ideas and, and situations. Oh, I feel this because of this way of thinking or because of this situation. Like I was trying to find the, the theoretical explanations yeah. for why I have this. And yeah. so just a few moments ago- I, In a way, still kind of holding on to it, not letting it go, not letting it be. Not letting it be, like maybe yeah. overanalyzing it versus fully feeling it. Yeah. And just a moment, just a couple of moments ago, I felt intense tiredness, just really, really tired. And this is some, this has been a big theme of my life over the last two years, right? Like this battling with how tired I am all the time. And it's gotten a lot better since I've started this exploration of my feelings and trying to understand and feel more. And, but it still happens. It's still there. It's more physical than it is mental. It used to be, I would wake up and I would be mentally exhausted and physically exhausted. Now I wake up and I'm mentally fresh and ready to go, but physically usually I'm still a bit 
a bit rusty. But the amount of tiredness I had this morning was stronger than usual. And so I, I, I was, I thought, all right, I need to fully feel tired before I can jump to the podcast recording with Ramin. Because typically my, my game would just be to push it aside, get determined, push it aside, record, right? That'd be my usual game plan here. And so I thought, no, before I start recording, let me sit still and fully feel tired first. And how was that? You know, the most noticeable thing that I can say about it is that I don't think I've ever fully felt what it means to me to be tired. I've never given my tiredness or exhaustion this much space and attention. And so I could feel that tiredness means tension to me. There are parts of my body that are very tense. I could sense that it meant my head was heavy. This is a sensation that I felt a million times, but I never fully was present for it to recognize, ah, it's interesting. My body doesn't feel heavy, but my head feels super heavy. Where, where does your head feel heavy? Is it like your entire head or is it like more on the front, more on the back, up high, lower down? It's, in the, the, it's the entire top half of my head. I recognize that my eyes felt tired as well. Mm -hmm. And that my breathing was pretty shallow. Now, none of these things, to me at least, seem that out of the ordinary. But I, if you had asked me, I wanted to feel tired the way you feel tired. This is a, a famous NLP question, right? It's like, if I wanted to be in this state the way you are, explain to me, what do I see? What do I feel? What do I hear? How do I move to be able to copy paste your current state, right? If you had asked me, what do I have to do to feel tired like Stelly after he feels tired? I don't think I could have told you mm -hmm. because I, I don't think I've ever been present for it. Usually when I'm tired, I would ask myself what I need to do to get out of that state. Mm -hmm. um, or I would try to get myself to a determined state. I'd be like, oh, I'm tired. Right? Shut the fuck up. Wash your head. Go for a walk. Change your posture. Start working on this. Do that. Like It'd be like a do, do something to get out of this right now. Um, so this was remarkably remarkable for how unremarkable it was. <laughs> like it was, huh, this was, this feels very special, although what I am experiencing seems very normal, but I've just never 
had the will or the awareness to want to fully experience it. Yeah. These are actually, like, for me, some of my favorite discoveries sometimes when it's something that, you know, for, for a lot of people, it might seem like super obvious, and of course, but it's just been a blind spot, uh, like a personal blind spot, and then you, you realize it and say, oh, that's oftentimes for me much more meaningful than, uh, you know, uh, some, some realization I get out of uh, some very refined insight, if you want to put it this way. Yeah. Also, like the blind spots we have in life are so, make us so dumb in some areas. <laughs> they have also, a lot of potential. I also yeah. think that there's such a big, I mean, there's such a profound difference between having heard something or thought something before, mm -hmm. having understood it, having felt it fully. Yeah. Those are all not the same thing. And until you fully feel it, every step of the way seems like you've already completely experienced this idea. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you hear something, you go, all right, I got it. I heard it before. Yeah. And then you are, something happens that makes you truly understand it. And you go, oh, now I fully get it. All right. Okay. Like checking this thing off. I now got it. And then you fully experience and feel it. And then you go, oh my God. Okay. This is how it feels to truly experience this. Holy shit. You know, that sort of a thing. It's like, oh, yeah. being a parent is an amazing experience. It's like, okay. Yeah, I get it. I have parents. I can see what they do. My eyes yeah. see it. My mind can think it. I can kind of relate. I had a little pet one one time I loved, or I had something I loved, or something I cared I've seen for. A lot of movies where the parenting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get it. Like it's yeah. although I've not been a parent, I have yeah. seen a million of them. I've read about it. I've experienced similar things that I can relate to it. This is not a mystery and, to me. And I'm a very empathetic person, and I've talked to parents. <gasps> yeah. This is not a mystery. I, I know how it will feel to be a parent. And maybe not fully, but I, I kind of get the idea. Yeah. yeah. Until you're a parent. Yeah. And then you understand you knew nothing. Yeah. Right? You knew, not, you knew the theory. It's like, you know, the theory, like you've read a book about being in love. It's not the same as being in love. Yeah. You know, you saw some pictures of people having sex. Not the same thing as having yeah. sex. It is Tasting the map. Exotic fruit you've never tasted before, but maybe you've read the taste described, but then when you eat it, it's like, this is different than what I had in my mind. Yeah, yeah. It is the map, not the territory. Yeah. Right? You kind of get the concept mentally, but it doesn't mean that you've experienced the place. And experiencing the place changes you. Understanding the, the, the territory, seeing the picture, seeing the map, it doesn't change you. It doesn't become part of you. It's just now, like, it is a mental map. You know, now know this thing exists, but knowing it exists and you becoming part of it and it becoming part of you, they're not the same thing. I would, I would say it's, it's kind of always a map, but it's a higher resolution map. I mean, right. now you're getting all philosophical on me. I mean, now, you know, I have to say 
fuck off, you overly intellectual bookworm of a person. Every, of course, if we chunk high enough, then nothing is nothingness and everything is everythingness and nothingness is everything and everything is nothing. And that is true, but it doesn't mean really anything. But you're right. I mean, I disagree, but okay, go ahead. All right. right. You know what? I I know what you mean. I mean, not even a place is really fully a place. It's our our eyes, our brain interpreting, you know, electrical stimulations and yada, 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 whatever. But to keep it on earth. The reason why I I say that we are not in the in the territory, but in the map yet, it's because like, it's just layers of the onion. Like it's not just three levels and then you're there, but mm-hmm. there's probably at some point, like another layer where you're like, oh, this is it, right? At yeah. least that's how yeah. it is with me. That's very true. That is very true. Also, you know, who knows how many layers there are? Yeah. The, the openness to I think what, what I'm getting at is that because we live in the age of the mind, more so than we've ever, maybe we've always as humans, once we started thinking, we were in trouble, right? And in salvation, like everything beautiful came out of that ability to think ahead and behind, you know, to project into the future, to reflect on oneself and all that, that good stuff. That is our biggest art, biggest gift, consciousness on this level of of it but it's also the biggest trap and today as probably every decade every century we live even more in a world of the mind than a hundred years ago a thousand years ago and living in the age of the mind means that everything that is unfolding in our own head is being worshipped like the truth and is being thought of as life. And it is part of it, but it is not the full of it. And I feel like today, once we see a picture of a place, once we read a story about somebody experiencing something, we're confused that we've now experienced, understood this, and this is something we've mastered. We checked off. I get this. I get what it means to go through this. I mean, I've not done it myself, but I've seen it. I read about it. I can imagine it. I'm good. I get it. Yeah. And probably the more simple the thing is that we've thought about but haven't fully felt, the more profound. Let's take breathing. What a, it's a thing everybody does who's alive, right? Like everybody. So we, we should all be black belts in breathing because we've done it a lot. And we do it all the time, day and night. We never stop. But breathing, for anybody that has tried meditation or yoga or breath work of any kind, you know, we've all kind of, you can experience how little consciousness goes into breathing and how awkward breathing can feel when you're fully present for it and when you do it consciously. 
The simplest fucking thing on earth, breathing, can be very difficult to master, fully experience, fully understand and live and embody. And so probably the simpler the quote unquote thing, the more profound it can be if we're really there for it. And so it was just awesome to feel tired, to fully feel tired, to be there for it. Probably the first time in my life or the only time I remember that I felt tired and I stayed present in that feeling and with that feeling for 15 minutes with no agenda other than to experience it. Once in a while, I have to admit my mind would take over for a minute and start to like analyze, ah, you feel tired because this and this, and this is how, like, I'm trying to grok everything, right? I'm trying to like, ah, my mind will master this now, right? Mm. And then I will be master of the tiredness and then I can make it disappear. And so my mind would go there and I would just like catch it, just like with meditation, everything else, just catch it let go, be like, no, there's nothing here to think, just feel it. And then like a couple of moments later, my mind would get involved again, <laughs> you know, try to run the show and it'd be like, oh, I would notice it, and let it go. But so it was not like 15 minutes of pure presence. Like I'm not, I am not there, um, but experienced it in a way you've never experienced it before. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Very interesting, very, very refreshing in a way. Yeah, yeah I, I was just thinking of when you said that of the, like when I was at a meditation retreat for like, it was a seven day retreat once. And then I like my mind got like wilder and wilder with every passing day. Um, and I was like, shit, this is not, this is not what I expected. I expected like maybe the first three days, a lot of struggle and then kind of calming down right, a little bit, right? So, and then at the end of the retreat, you ask that monk who's guiding that thing, right? And he's like, yeah, I don't think you've, your mind has really gotten like wilder. I think you just got more awareness about how wild it actually is mm. all the time anyway. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's some profound shit right there. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's a. Uh, is this is this uh, have you tried this with like other other emotions, other feelings, other experiences? Yes. So I've, um, so I have played around with this concept. Yeah, good amount, but. I'm still kind of, still very much in the beginning phase of it. So I have, like, for instance, yesterday, and this is something I want to do a, a whole podcast episode about separately. But yesterday, um, Diana sent me a voice message. It was kind of like reporting how the weekend went. And it was kind of a very calm, collected, matter-of-fact voice, kind of very soft and gentle and like this happened today and this is how we feel and this is what's going on. But 
in the entire vo voice recording, I could hear her pain. I could hear that she was hurt. And there was a reason for it. We'll record about it. They, they, she decided to give up the new puppy that they had just gotten. Okay. So it was the weekend they brought the puppy to the new family. And I knew that that was a very difficult decision for Diana. And I knew that they were, so, so I reached out to her to ask how things going. And she gave me this update that was very calm and nice and, you know, things are okay. But during the entire time, I could intensely hear her pain. And that made me feel pain, like feel hurt, feel regret, feel pain in my own heart, in my own body. And I think that, I don't think, I know for a fact that in the past, I would have never gotten this far of feeling to begin with. Like it would have just been in my head. I was just been like, yeah, this and this is happening. She's probably hurt. She's trying to suppress it. This is, I would have analyzed it, but I would have not, my heart wouldn't have been open enough for me to feel hurt and pain. Mm -hmm. And then if I would have heard it, uh, felt it, I would have instantly tried to suppress it. I'd be like, feel the hurt and pain. I'd be like, okay, what can I like? Let's do something now. Like I've been like, just try to escape it instantly. Let me take action. Let me, let me do something empowering. Let me do something fun. Let me get some work done. Let me, you know, I would have tried to escape it through action. Mm. And so this time I just sat with it and I was just like, this is hurt and pain. It's not hers. It's mine. It was in my body. And in my heart, way before she sent me a voice message. And through hearing her pain, I can now recognize my own. Just sit here and feel it. And I was feeling it, but I think I wasn't surrendering completely to it. So I was like recognizing where in my body it is. I was attempting not to want to instantly to suppress it or run away from it. But I think I was feeling it, feeling it, feeling it. And then eventually my mind went to where is it coming from? What is it related to? Just thinking about it versus surrendering to it. And I've had this many times now in the last couple of weeks around rage, anger, pain, hurt, regret. Fear. These are emotions I hadn't felt in decades. Only had thought about them. Last couple of weeks, I felt all of these many, many times. And I got to tell you, this is what I said to my friends that were sitting at that table while I was listening to the voice message. And then I was sitting with my pain. At some point I turned around to my friends and I was like, feeling feelings is tiring. <laughs> and they all laughed. I was like, no wonder I was not in the business of feeling feelings. This shit costs energy. <laughs> it's like it for me is very tiring to feel so much as much as I do now. It's like, it's kind of like a lot. This is a lot. It's like a lot of highs, a lot of lows. It's just a lot. And then I had to think about, I had to think and admit to myself that I remember Diana when we were married 
telling me how exhausting it is to feel as much as she felt and to be so overwhelmed by your emotions all the time. I remember having zero empathy for it. Zero. Remember looking at her thinking, just fucking grow up. I was very harsh. I wouldn't say that to her. I would just think it. But she would feel it, obviously, because she felt so much. She could feel everything I was thinking and feeling. And I was thinking and feeling, just shut the fuck up and get it done. Like, just be an adult. Because that's what I would tell myself. Mm -hmm. I'd feel something and be like, shut the fuck up and go do it. Right? So that's what I would tell her. This is another episode that we'll record is my shut the fuck up and do it anyways mantra. Is it? Do I change my mind now about it? Is it still valid? I want to explore and unpack that in mm-hmm. the, within the context of my recent explorations into the emotional world of Stalyefti. But I'd be very harsh to her. And when I said, feeling that many feelings is very tiring, it's exhausting, and they laughed and I laughed, I thought, oh my God, I have to apologize. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I have to tell Diana that I get it now more at least than I used to. Um, so I've, I've, I've done this with lots of emotions, not quite with this last step that I, I did today with the once I fully feel it, then surrender and fully accept it. That last step, I think I didn't do. And instead of doing that step, I went into fully feel it, feel it, be present for it, feel it. Ah, now I understand why this feeling is. And then I went into analyzing mode. From my body to my mind. Because my mind is so dominating of my experience in my world. Literally like 98% of my reality is just my mind, my thoughts. And so being in my body, being in my emotions, it's such a far journey, there's such a strong pull that if I'm not present for a second, I'm instantly bouncing back into my head and thoughts about things. But today was nice because I didn't, I, I, I went to my mind multiple times, but I've stayed in the feeling and in the state for longer than I think I've ever. And it was just felt good in a weird way although it was like just feeling tired and exhausted and feeling it very intensely there was something it didn't feel good there was something satisfying about being present for it Mm. and in her in in her book you know she in safi's book she describes at times emotions like these little entities that have an agenda Mm. and their feelings and want things right and in her description of it, it's like when you neglect the feeling and you don't feel it, you cause more pain to it. And you, you don't need to actually psychoanalyze it. All you need to do is be full. It's like almost like a child, you know, when your child is really upset about something, if you can be there as loving, loving parental presence, you just 
are there. You're holding space and you're present. You're empathetic and you're loving, but you're still strong. You're not crying. You're not upset. You're just there full of love and understanding and strength. Like I'm there for you. Then the child, we, as parents, you can experience this quite impressively. Then a child can be transformed from having this insane, intense meltdown. I mean, compared to an adult, as an adult, you would only act and feel this way of like somebody would die you, that you love, just like in pain, just losing yourself in pain and emotions and being a wreck. Like children can go there much faster for much smaller things. And if you can be there for the child, fully present, not trying to stop that emotion, not trying to distract your child. No, 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 look here, a toy, look, chocolate, ice cream, look, something else. If you could just allow it to fully feel it, but you're there with loving presence, it can be transformed quite easily. And then the child comes out of that state almost refreshed. And it's sort of like felt like this Maybe not as profoundly, but it's kind of directionally. It felt, it felt satisfying, like almost like, the, almost like my tiredness was satisfied that I finally looked at it. Finally, I'm getting some attention. That sort of a feeling. Ah, that felt good to, have, to get some attention from Stelly. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Indeed. Kind of, uh, it's kind of uh, funky, but cool. All right, well, this probably is going to go down as another episode in the explorations of the world of feelings of Sally Effie, or something of that sort. I think this is it mm -hmm. for today's episode. But as always, it's no fucking mastering in the work. And so, and the work never stops. <laughs>